From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, it's been talked about for years. A new National Rugby League team based in Ipswich. Talks have ramped up again this year with the view to having a new team launch in 2022. But Ipswich isn't the only region vying for a new NRL licence. In this episode, Mayor Teresa Harding reveals the latest on the Western Corridor bid. And later, I chat with former Fox Sports League publicist Graham Snow about Ipswich's chance of scoring a new team in 2022. It's Saturday, June 6, 2020, Queensland Day, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australians since 1999. Ipswich has long been known as the nursery for future rugby league champions. Think Langer, Walters and many others. This week, Mayor Teresa Harding caught up with Ipswich Jets and Western Corridor bid chairman Steve Johnson. Mayor Harding joins me now. Thank you for talking to Ipswich today. Thank you for the invitation. NRL chairman Peter Volandis. He's been out there. He's talking up a new team for South East Queensland. Tell us why Ipswich should get the nod this time. Uh, look, it's great news. And look, the main reason why Ipswich should get the nod is that it's our time. Uh, we have a really strong bid. Um, and as you, you know, people often say that um, um, Ipswich is a nursery for rugby league and we have such a strong rugby league culture and history here and we've got the, the local talent, we've got the fan base, the location for the stadium is fantastic, it's close to public transport and right on the Bremer River and, you know, we're also the fastest growing area in Queensland and have a population boom in the younger generation that, that really fits perfectly to make sure that this is a club that is financially sustainable for over five decades. I take it from that that council is now 100% behind this bid? <laughs> yes, the uh, interim administrator made a commitment of $10 million uh, to the bid, provided that there's a licence of the state and Fed also put in $10 million. So look, there's nothing to, to change that. We're, we're dead keen to, to get this going. You caught up with the Jets and Western Corridor chairman uh, Steve Johnson, who's a dynamo himself. You had a chat on Wednesday. So where is the bid at right now? Yeah, look, Steve's all over this. He's obviously, as you said, is a dynamo. So, look, they are updating the bid, especially in, especially in regards to the figures and things like that, just to get it ready to, to submit. And what are your thoughts about the likely competitors? We're reading that uh, East and Redcliffe want to have a crack and the Brisbane Bo- a new Brisbane Bombers team. How do you rate Ipswich's chances at this well, stage? Well, look, I'm obviously completely unbiased, Alan. <laughs> 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 look, it is a very competitive process and it, it's... It's, it's money, it's emotions, it's fans. So it's got all, everything in there. But when you look at it, um, if, if you take all the rose-covered glasses off, that the Western Corridor bid is actually the strongest bid when you look at our fan base, when you look at our local talent, when you look at our population growth, especially in the younger age groups, when you look at it, long-term financial stability uh, and sustainability of the club, uh, this is where it should be. Now, Brisbane already have the Broncos. The next team should be another city, and if which is that natural place. If successful, North Ipswich Reserve is the clear favourite to be the home ground of the new team, and a new stadium comes at a cost of around $220 million. Securing funding from the state and feds will obviously be the key. The Olympics is in there as well. Have you had any talks already? 
yeah, look, they, they aren't cheap. And we can see with the, the Townsville Stadium that what the rough costs are. Look, I think our best bet to, to chase that money will be following the Olympic bids. Um, obviously, South East Queensland is doing, it looks like they'll be doing a bid for 2032. Um, and I think that's our best bet. That's where there'll be a big block of money from the feds and the state to, to secure that funding. 2032 is a little way off for the Olympics, but of course planning has to start early and Mr Volandes has flagged 2022 for a new NRL team. What's going to be the timeline as you see it to get this Ipswich team on the map? There's a lot of options there, including continuing to use Suncourt Stadium uh, to play matches as well. But in in reality, it's up to the NRL to to give out the licence and we also need the state and federal funding um, to, to build it. But, Alan, there's a lot of other things that we're doing here, which is why Ipswich and the Western Corridor is the best bid. Um, it's that capacity building here. So it's not just a matter of having a stadium. It's having uh, the trainers, the facilities, the change rooms, the stands, all that sort of stuff that we have. And the, you know, the health professionals, uh, we have you know, two fantastic hospitals, like a stone's throw, basically, from where the stadium would be. So we've got a lot of those key things already, and so I think it'd be really great to, to continue to build those as, as the bid goes along. Have you been able to gauge the level of community support yet for an Ipswich-based NRL team? This is Ipswich. It's hugely popular. <laughs> it was a no-brainer, right? <laughs> a redevelop- yeah, it, yeah, go on, sorry. I was just saying, look, incredibly popular across yeah, all age groups. I mean, you go out to a, an Ipswich Jets game, you know, you've got families there, from young to old, and it's, it's just a great day, and, and it has, it's hugely popular here. A redeveloped North Ipswich Reserve has in the past been used for other codes and can obviously be a multi-purpose playing field. What other codes could play there, and have there been any talks with those codes? There's obviously a lot of interest um, with sports mad in Ipswich. So, you know, soccer, so the A-League have been looking at it with the you know Western Pride bid, um, obviously AFL. And look, whoever, look, whoever's got the money and the um, and gives us the first license gets a bit of a say in, in the shape of the field and, and what gets played. But um, today, I was also talking to Rob Cavallucci from uh, Football Queensland. You know, just talking about the Western Pride bit and, and, and I guess the impact that COVID is happening on on soccer and, and sport in general has been um, quite dramatic. So, look, there is still an intense amount of interest in it switch across all codes um, to, to get a license here. You've had the talks with Steve Johnson. You're having talks with other codes. Where to from here? What's the next major announcement? We do need uh, the codes to make a decision and they need to give a licence to us out here either with the Western Corridor or Western Pride. They they need to do that and also the federal and state government need to stump up the funding for the proper facilities and stadium as well. Mayor Teresa Harding, thanks so much for talking to Ipswich today. Thank you very much, Alan. has been very close to the footy action is former Fox Sports Fox League publicist Graham Snow, better known to his friends as Snowy. Recently, he started his own podcast called On the Hill, so check it out. Snowy is no stranger to Ipswich, having produced the breakfast program on River 949 for five years and before that at Triple M. He joins me now to talk NRL and its future in the Western Corridor. Thanks for talking to Ipswich today, Snowy. G'day, Alan. How are you, mate? All good, all good. Before we get to the main game, I would class you as an NRL fanatic. What was it like <laughs> working for Fox Sports? 
It was incredible. I spent three years there as the publicist for the Fox League channel. And if you can imagine being given the keys to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory if you're a chocoholic, that's exactly what it was like, Al. It, I, I had a ball. I grew up idolizing guys like Gordon Tallis and Justin Hodges and Melvin Inger and Kevin Walters, and just to drop a few names. Uh, and then I was working alongside them. And you know what the best thing was, Alan? Like, you know when you meet someone who is an idol and you're really worried because I'm like, oh, this person isn't a good bloke. I'm going to be so shattered because I've built them up on a pedestal for so long. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing. I can put my hand on my heart uh, and swear on my children's life. Just the best bunch of people that you could ever wish to meet. So unfortunately, due to COVID, I'm no longer there. But I look back on that time very, very fondly. And I feel really blessed to have um, yeah, to have had the chance to work there. So you had three years of doing what you love and that actually paid you for it. I couldn't believe it. I kept saying every every fortnight when the money hit the account, I said to my wife, how good is this? Uh, although, you know, she being the Minister for Finances would always say, can you squeeze them for a couple of extra dollars? And I keep saying, I'd do this for free. <laughs> All righty. Let's talk about the NRL team based in Ipswich or the hope for having one based here in Ipswich. It's been going on for years. The last uh, serious bid was in 2010. Now, Ipswich City Council has announced this week it's backing the bid. What have you been hearing and what makes this bid any more likely to be successful? Well, the thing is, uh, Alan, you've got uh, Peter Volandis in there now. Now, if you don't know who Peter Volandis is, go and do a Google search because without him, Rugby League wouldn't be on as at the moment, no doubt about it. He saved uh, racing New South Wales. He saved harness racing in New South Wales. And now uh, he's the man pushing forward with rugby league. So uh, he's the one that got us back last weekend on May 28. He's the one who changed the rules for the six again. And he's the man who's come out and said that he wants expansion in the game uh, for 2022. And he wants a second team in Brisbane slash southeast Queensland. Now, the one thing with the land is that he says it, he means it, and he'll get it done. And, uh, I mean, I've got a soft spot for Ipswich, as you know, having worked there uh, for so long. But... For me, you take the game to where the people are. And we've heard for a, a thousand years that that Ipswich, uh, Lockyer Valley down through Logan, that corridor is the fastest growing region in southeast Queensland. And they deserve a team. They, they really do. Well, apart from that expanding population outside of Ipswich, Ipswich alone is now on track for half a million population in 20 years' time. I mean, that's incredible. And look, the other thing as well, Alan, you've also got the Lions that moved into Springfield. So there's competition there for rugby league. Uh, well, and look, competition's a good thing. Look, yes. look, let's not beat around the bush. I love the fact that, uh, you know, that other codes are looking at that region. But as a rugby league fan, I want to see rugby league in that region because you have a look at the talent that's come out of Ipswich. You've obviously got Alfie Langer. You've got the Walters boys. Uh, Israel Folau played uh, for the Good Eagles. Uh, you've got Anthony Milford, uh, Joe Offerhand-Gowey uh, from the Brisbane Broncos who've come out of the Ipswich system. You've got a great junior base there. You've got, uh, you know, you've already got the Ipswich Jets. Whether or not that, that name carries on or whether they, there's talk of a consortium as well, Alan, where particularly uh, Redcliffe Dolphins are keen and so are the East Tigers of, uh, of, of putting in a bid for a team. So whether the three of them merge, we end up with the South East Queensland, uh, you know, South East Queensland, oh, I don't even have a name off the top of my head, if I'm being honest. Mm. Uh, I, I, I heard the Fire Bombers or something being thrown out today. Well, there's um, the Brisbane uh, Bombers is another name thrown out there. Now, you mentioned Redcliffe and Easts. How do you rate them as competing bids? Uh, oh, Redcliffe, very strong. Uh, Redcliffe, I've got a lot of money. Um, and, and look, I've actually been up in Redcliffe for the uh, last couple of days doing a, a bit of work up there. And 
Um, you know, that, that Redcliffe Dolphins facility is top-notch. I mean, it's probably, it would need a bigger stadium uh, than what's currently there. I think Redcliffe Stadium holds about ten to 12,000 now. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's an impressive bid. I think they would do a great job. Uh, East, uh, I've always been a strong club. They've got a massive leagues club behind them as well. So you would have to think that they would have a good chance. But my big thing is, Alan, is that they're talking about a second Brisbane team. Now, I'm a Broncos fan, as you know. I'm, a, I'm an absolute Broncos tragic. My mates don't like the Broncos. But they've all got teams, they've all got teams in the NRL. And my fear is that it's all well and good to just pop another team in Brisbane, but you need supporters. And as a Broncos fan, look, I'm not going to jump off the Broncos uh, and start following another Brisbane team. I would adopt them as my second team, no doubt about it. Uh, but I think if you're going to expand, um, first and foremost, I think they need to shore up the Gold Coast Titans and then look to expand. Um, and take it to where the supporter base is. And the fact of the matter is, I was talking to someone from the Brisbane Broncos uh, only a couple of months ago uh, when the talk was really starting to heat up about a second Brisbane team. The Broncos have more members out of Ipswich than anywhere else. Would they all jump ship to an Ipswich team, though? That's the question. That is the big question. Look, I'll tell you what, if you ended up with the Ipswich Jets in the NRL, uh, I reckon they'd, they'd give them a fair shake, that's for sure. So... Uh, look, I'd love to see another team in South East Queensland. I'd really love to see another team in that what we call, you know, the Western Corridor. I think it's, I think it's screaming out for it. Because the other thing you get there as well, Alan, is you start dragging people from Toowoomba, uh, the Lockyer Valley, uh, who it's, it's tough for them to travel all the way to Suncorp exactly uh, to see a game. If you put a stadium in Ipswich, well, let's talk about that stadium now. That it's been flagged that uh, a uh, two hundred million plus stadium is needed. North Ipswich Reserve is the logical location because it's yep. close to buses and trains. Now, the Olympic bid's still out there, gone quiet, of course, under COVID-19, mm-hmm. but that's obviously going to be the key to any state or federal government money. Well, it certainly is, and I think it makes sense. Look, Suncorp's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. I don't know whether having another another team at Suncorp is... You know, the Broncos own that patch of, of grass. And to me, like I said, expansion's all about dragging new fans into the game. So if you put a, a stadium in Ipswich, like we were just saying, then you can drag more people to the game. It's a lot easier for someone to get from, uh, you know, Toowoomba, the Darling Downs even, uh, to Ipswich than what it is to go another hour on into Brisbane. Uh, North Ipswich Reserve is no central uh, location in Ipswich. is a great lot of heritage there as well. Uh, and some really good history. Uh, in, can you imagine having, you know, Elfie Langer and the Walters boys and Tommy Radonikas who coached there, come back and, and, and launch for the first game and be presented to the crowd. It would be absolutely incredible for the deafening. game. It would be deafening, Snowy. It really would. And Ipswich people are so passionate about rugby league. As we just said, that you know, the Broncos draw more members out of Ipswich than anywhere else. These people, the people of Ipswich deserve to be rewarded for the effort that they've put into the game that they love. The path this bit is going down, drawing in from the wider region, it reminds me of when the Cowboys started. And they yep. they drew in from a much wider geographical reason, uh, region. It was nothing for people to drive from Mackay and Cairns for the four and five hours to Townsville to see a game, stay overnight, then head back home on the Sunday. So surely we're going to see a, a, a bigger area attracted to Ipswich if we have an NRL team. Oh, 100%. If you, and if you never had the chance to, uh, I was actually meant to go up to the new Cowboys Stadium for round three, but then the COVID shutdown came and I didn't get to go, which is a real shame because dairy farmers I, I'd been to and dairy farmers was even outside of 
Townsville. It wasn't an easy place to get to. Uh, it's where the new stadium, much like if you were to redevelop North Ipswich Reserve, is right in the heart of the city. And the money it drags in, if you're in town, in Townsville, for a North Queensland Cowboys game, the amount of tourism dollars that that brings in, the hotels are full, the city comes alive. It's like grand final weekend every second week uh, because people are travelling from everywhere to see the game. That's exactly that's right. What yep. bid, that's mm. what this bid has. And, and that's why we're seeing uh, you know, teams fight so hard for this bid. But... Uh, for me, uh, yeah, I, I think, look, as much as, um, you know, a second Brisbane team makes sense, you have to take it to another area. Snowy, thanks for talking NRL with me today, and I'll uh, just put in a plug for your podcast. It's called On the oh, Hill, and pe- people can go search for that, and that's it's 100% rugby league, 100% Snowy. Well, it certainly is, and, if, uh, and Billy Moore has some interesting things to say. Uh, in, I think it's that episode three. Uh, about a bid for Brisbane uh, involving the North Sydney Bears or involving Ipswich and the North Sydney Bears. So, uh, yeah, one worth getting a... I've just given myself a cheap plug there, Albert. Anytime you want to talk footy, mate. Yeah, love <laughs> no to, problem. Love to chat. Hey, Snowy, thanks for chatting with Ipswich today. Anytime, Alan. Take care, mate. The last word goes to Steve Johnson. Jets and Western Corridor bid chairman when he spoke to Channel 7 News Brisbane last Monday. History shows that this is the heartland of rugby league. With the easing of COVID-19 travel and hospitality restrictions, don't forget to check out the Discover Ipswich website. There you'll find a host of options to take in a meal or just a day out of the house. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics. People-powered web hosting trusted by Australians since 1999. You can share this podcast from your favourite app or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Suggestions are welcome for future interviews and topics. Just go to the Ipswich Today Facebook page and leave a message. Music is from Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.